Well, it has been an extraordinary summer in Collingwood, certainly when you're talking about uh, recreation and sports and uh, arts and entertainment. And one of the guys behind a lot of that is Dean Culver. Dean, great to have you in the studio. <laughs> Thanks, John. It's good to be here. You've got to be pretty happy with the summer of 2018. I'm, I'm surprised it's gone so quickly. <laughs> it's, it's been a very busy and hectic um, but kind of in many, many ways rewarding mm-hmm. summer in, of 2018 in Collingwood. A lot of the events, a lot of the uh, plans went off perfectly, just absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, and all through that, you've been very busy working on the waterfront master plan that was started back in 2016, and you've been kind of chipping away at that as well. Yeah, we, uh, we've been chipping away at it. We've been making plans. We're, we're working on federal funding on a couple of fronts. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it, it sort of hit, um, a bit of a, a switch got flipped around March when, uh, we met with the United Steelworkers and they were seeing if there was a way that they could become involved in the community. And, um, we had identified that, uh, the Awan Gathering Circle was, um, was something that was important to do first for a number of reasons. Um, and, uh, and so we sort of came to understand that this was something that they could support and, and work on us with. And uh, we pushed the launch button. And then five months later, here we are. Uh, take us back. What, what possessed the steelworkers to come to you and say, can we do something for you? So they, they have a, a triannual district conference that they hold um, every three years, obviously mm-hmm. triannual. And uh, the last time they did this in um, Sudbury, Sudbury, I think it was Sudbury. Um, they uh, they did a community outreach project where they literally deployed hundreds of uh, steelworker members um, all over the community doing various uh, community projects to enhance the enhance the community. Um, they also have a strong um, traditional and legacy tie to Indigenous people uh, through a lot of the work they did. A lot of people know or don't know that um, that the steelworkers um, in the U.S. Um, a lot of the the people that were um, able to go to the high levels and, and deal with the heights of building some of the great buildings that have been completed in New York and Chicago, for example, were indigenous people. Mm. They were the only ones that had the courage <laughs> to get that high. Um, and so um, so they, their tradition and their legacy and their head, heritage uh, of that organization also was a nice tie to this project. And, of course, it was uh, suggested in our Waterfront Master Plan that we have a, a, a some kind of connection to indigenous and and that's where the idea of this sculpture comes from yeah i'm really early on in the process cal um brooke the lead the principal architect on the on the project he identified that there was um a lack of recognition or a lack of of awareness of the indigenous peoples that had been in this area but also that were in this area now Mm -hmm. currently and uh, so he planted um, the idea of a gathering circle in the very first draft uh, plan. And then we took this out to um, what ended up being 2,000 points of contact with the, the community. And, um, and it was well-received. It was identified as a very unique and, and, um, and uh, something that was, was needed in Collingwood. And, uh, and actually, ever since as well, I've been so impressed by everybody from our council to uh, the general public who have embraced this idea and its importance. When you went to design it, uh, why did you reach out to Dr. Duke Redbird? So um, five months ago, we, we uh, launched this project and we had no idea how we were going to um, analyze the space. So normally a project takes a couple, like this would take a couple of years because right. you take the time to 
develop a site plan and you'd analyze the the topography, the geography, uh, the geology, and um, you'd come up with a structural engineering plan, and then you would get to through, go through a design phase and public consultation. And <laughs> but the steelworkers are saying we need to build something. You don't have that kind of time. We didn't have that time because we had to be done by September six. Right. Um, so we went to council and asked for permission, basically to to bend all of our rules um, and with obviously the best of intentions and with some other structures in place that would guarantee transparency and mm-hmm. accountability. But um, but we went and said we needed to get this thing done fast, so we're going to be analyzing, designing, and constructing pretty much simultaneously. <laughs> so we reached out right away to Cal. Um, Cal has a connection with Dr. Redbird um, through work they've done together in the past. And um, and uh, Duke has been uh, – I got to spend four hours with Duke during the Waterfront Master Plan and shortly after. And, um, and it was an afternoon that kind of opened my eyes about mm. – um, the background of Collingwood and and um, the, the indigenous heritage here, and it was something that I was really eager once we were got into the gathering circle to um, ask Cal if we could activate that intention and, and keep moving forward with with Duke and and all the great things he had brought to to our understanding. We actually have Dr. Duke Redbird on the line. Uh, Dr. Redbird, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us first of all what is a gathering circle? Well, a gathering circle, of course, uh, for Indigenous uh, peoples, uh, where, wherever uh, we've uh, uh, occupied North America, we uh, came came together around the, um, the 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 campfire, the warmth of the campfire, and in these gathering circles, we uh, engaged in a social. Uh, Way and also in a in a in a peaceful um, <clears throat> peaceful way of engaging nature and and our community. Uh, we didn't have uh, uh, structures uh, uh, that were uh, uh, geometric in, in form because we were uh, people who uh, were uh, uh, hunters and gatherers and. And uh, so our camps were always set up in a circle, partly for protection, but uh, partly for uh, to keep an eye on uh, on on our uh, our villages. You know, the uh, the construction itself uh, would you call it a? It's kind of a sculpture, but you you also kind of can live in it. Well, uh, you know, when I was teaching at Okad University uh, with the Indigenous Visual Culture Program. Uh, I would take my students out into the uh, city of Toronto and say, uh, describe someplace or find anywhere that um, that tells us that we're in a different city from any other uh, that you might find in North America. What is there that is representative and Canadian about uh, the, uh, the the city? And of course, <laughs> we we uh, our students uh, could never uh, find anything that made us unique and different, except when we began to talk about indigenous structures and indigenous architecture, and then all of a sudden, it opened up a whole a whole new uh, reality for architectural and art students to say, wait a second, uh, we're more than 150 years old, we actually have a heritage here on this uh, continent of 100,000 years, let's uh, find out uh, what that looks like. And I think that that's what the architectural designers 
uh, tried to do was to <laughs> reintroduce uh, a uh, place, uh, the, an indigenous place that looks indigenous rather than quite different from any other structure you might find anywhere. And I, I must say, I, I'm delighted with the uh, town of Collingwood that they had the vision to uh, to um, uh, actually um, see this come to pass. It's it's wonderful. Dr. Redbird's absolutely right. We are going to soon be defined by this this mm-hmm. wonderful location, but it's got some functional use when it comes to to our community. Yeah, yeah abs- absolutely, it does. We're we're actually looking forward to programming the space. Um, uh, we we have a vision um, that I know Duke has been involved in in, in bringing school uh, schools to the space to. Um, to have to come to an understanding to do some learning with Duke as teaching, we'd love to have that happen. Um, and we've reached out to schools, and schools are very eager. Um, we also have um, reached out to other knowledge keepers in our local area, um, 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 people uh, like Moquidong in in Owen Sound and uh, Banak in in uh, Barry, um, who would love to come and, and talk to us and and help us to to have some um, recognition because. Um, obviously, this is the era, the era of truth and reconciliation, and and I think, um, at least personally, I believe that reconciliation doesn't start unless you have recognition, and that's right. kind of where we're, what this this structure and this uh, this space will hopefully provide for our community in our area. Um, but Duke, you'd be okay with coming up and doing some teaching? Oh, I, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I I work with the Tri District School Board and. Uh, and uh, when I point out to the to uh, students that uh, uh, the real information platform that we learn everything from is our mother, the earth, and that uh, 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 we use technology in a in a, in a beautiful uh, way, and it, it it brings us around, but uh, we always need to reflect back to our roots and our indigenous roots that everyone on earth. Uh, came from an indigenous place at one time or another, and uh, to be able to uh, engage that and connect with it uh, for the students, uh, they they uh, recognize it, they they understand it, especially when uh, I point out that the old pictographs that we see on the rocks and so on that were done thousands of years ago were were really the early emojis. Of uh, a technology that the people were using at that time, and it and it connects the past to the future and to the present. That's great. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty much says it all. Uh, we're we're very looking forward to. It. When does the construction end? When is the official opening? So today, uh, tomorrow, actually, we'll have uh, we have uh, the giant build. So um, the structure, obviously, as many people have seen, is complete. But uh, about all of the the groundwork, landscaping, right. trail works, all is yet to be completed. Uh, we'll have roughly four hundred plus steel workers all over our shoreline tomorrow. Wow. Um, but there's actually so many of them that we actually created other projects so that they could um, not fall on top of each other right. trying to do the ones we had. So we're the, uh, starting on the east, we're building a, a pergola on the east side of Sunset Point. Nice. Um, hopefully to start dragging some of the, the immense traffic that is occupying Sunset Point a little to the east because mm-hmm. it's really congested in the west. Um, there's a shoreline cleanup crew that will walk the two-point I think it's 2.6 kilometers along all of the shoreline from uh, the east part of Sunset Point 
all the way to the boardwalk doing uh, garbage collection, basically picking up everything that's sort of collected over the years right. um, in the shoreline and areas. Um, in, uh, in obviously at the gathering circle, there'll be sodding, tree planting, oh. trail works, um, basically finishing the site. And then uh, just to the west of the gathering circle in uh, the copse of a forest there, um, a brand new snowshoe trail will be established as well with uh, the steelworkers doing some mulching and trail marking and, and whatnot. So it's going to be a very busy day. There's a lot of moving parts tomorrow. Um, but Friday is when we'll be done and the grand opening will be at three o'clock on Friday. Um, everybody's welcome. Uh, Duke will be here in town to share his uh, thoughts and, and uh, the vision that, that he saw when we first started talking about the gathering circle. Um, I listened to Duke talk about uh, the, the seven teachings of the grandfather, which were part of the inspiration mm-hmm. of the food for us. And I sure hope, Duke, that you'll bring that message when you come on Friday. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, and then uh, we'll also have a, we have a special guest from uh, Beausoleil First Nation, Chief uh, Guy Montag will be here. Uh, Mayor Cooper will bring greetings. Um, I get to say thank you to the incredible team of people that are uh, help help put this together. And we'll have some entertainment: um, a, a drummer circle and dancers uh, from Little Creek singers, nice. and um, a, a group actually who do Inuit throat singing um, called. Uh, um, Tangled, uh, quantum tangle. Sorry, <laughs> got lost there for a second. So yeah, it's going to be a full afternoon starting at three o'clock. Uh, we encourage people to bring chairs because limp seating will be very, very limited. Mm. Uh, we will have our courtesy carts running around, helping people who need assistance to get to the site because it's a little back in the park. Um, but yeah, no, we're really thrilled to, to to come to this point in this project. We're looking forward to it, Doctor Duke Rayburn. Thank you for your time on Talk to the Town. Oh, you're most welcome. Uh, as we say in Ojibwe, Megwitch. Megwitch. Megwitch to you too, Sarah. Dean Culver, thank you so very much for joining us. No problem. Thank you.